Do you feel overwhelmed by data and news about climate change? This next book offers some powerful reasons for optimism from one of the most respected natural historians and broadcasters of our time. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Yana, also known as Jana. And in today's episode, I'm reviewing A Life on Our Planet, My Witness Statement, and A Vision for the Future, written and read by Sir David Attenborough. I'm a fan of David Attenborough's work, but when I saw a promotion for A Life on Our Planet documentary on Netflix this fall, I held off watching it. Truthfully, I didn't feel ready to absorb yet more devastating reminders about climate change because this topic troubles me so much. Then, just last week, I saw this book won the Goodreads Choice Award for Best Science and Technology Book of the Year, so I decided to take the plunge. Attenborough opens in a setting that many consider to be ground zero for humanity's greatest mistake. Pripyat. Once a city of 50,000 in Ukraine, it was rendered uninhabitable for 20,000 years after the 1986 Chernobyl nuclear disaster. For Attenborough, Pripyat is a place of utter despair, and it serves as a warning of what our planet may become, uninhabitable to us humans, if we continue on our current path. It took me about a week to get through the first two hours of this audiobook. As captivating as David Attenborough is as a narrator, and perhaps he's among the best, I felt an awful sense of dread as he tabulated the rapid loss of biodiversity in the 20th century. But I'm so glad I didn't give up because this audiobook gets much better. 93-year-old Attenborough describes a life on our planet as his witness statement. And if you appreciate his tremendous contributions and his lifetime of work, that alone makes a compelling case for listening. Attenborough's book benefits from excellent editing and research. And what I appreciate most about it is he isn't interested in blaming any particular government, industry, or group. Instead, he focuses on the imperative to rewild our oceans and all regions of the world. He illustrates the direct impact of diminished biodiversity and habitat loss. His arguments for creating strict no-fishing zones, for example, are backed by research and benefits to those working in the fisheries. Attenborough shares the example of Cabo Pulmo in Mexico, which increased its marine life populations by more than 400% in 14 years, the largest increase observed by scientists in any protected area. And although the restrictions initially created economic hardship for those in the region dependent on the fishing industry, today, fishing just outside the restricted area is better than before, and the tourism industry has taken off there. Attenborough also highlights innovation and cultural evolution in technologically advanced countries like Japan and the Netherlands, which have adapted their use of space and agriculture practices to reduce waste and pollution. 
He also points to Costa Rica as a country once threatened by overlogging, which now enjoys higher rates of tourism thanks to conservation efforts. In the end, I felt so inspired by Attenborough's words that I sat down to watch the documentary on Netflix immediately. And this follows the same themes and order as the audiobook. And it also illustrates his words with incredible footage. Ultimately, Attenborough reminds us that the slogan, Save Our Planet, it's misleading. It's actually about saving ourselves. Reflecting on previous ecological eras of collapse and disruption, he reminds us that the living world will endure, but we humans cannot presume the same. Quote, We've come this far because we are the smartest creatures that have ever lived, but to continue, we require more than intelligence. We require wisdom. Unquote. If I could make this mandatory listening or reading for everyone, I would. And if you don't have time for the audiobook, check out the documentary on Netflix. Attenborough's real-world examples of what is possible when we work together to mitigate climate catastrophe are inspiring and, most importantly, they're scalable. And they might give you some ideas for influencing change in your own community, city, and your country. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and many others. By subscribing, you help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners like you finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.